Hi guys. So I came across this scripture and then I had a ton of thoughts come flushing through thinking of what can I share that's on my heart that I feel like other people would probably benefit from hearing. So first of all, in my mind, a thought came in and I thought adornment. So then when I typed in adornment, because I don't know the scriptures from the top of my head, I came across the scripture of 1 Peter chapter 3. So I'm going to read from verse 1 all the way to 7. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives, when they see the purity and the reverence of of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. I'm just going to pause here. Now, when I read this, I started thinking, oh wow, when we are doing these things, you don't have to be married. I'm not married myself, but I'm there addressing people on the outside that are going by the outside adornment. Now it says that God values the beauty of the inside more than what's on the outside. So now as children of God, as followers of Christ, are we asking ourselves, who are we trying to please? Are we trying to please the world? Are we trying to please God? Where is our destination? Are we trying to be saved? Are we trying to still have one foot in the world? And I know it's not really an easy pill to swallow because sometimes when you look at your own lives and you look at yourself, it's hard for you to actually pick out and say, you know what? In that sense, I am wrong. Or in this sense, I don't think this will be pleasing to God. And sometimes we can go through this condemnation and think, oh, well, I have made God upset. So let me just give up. I think none of those are applicable. I think it's one of those things that the Holy Spirit guides us and corrects us, right? It corrects us and it says convicts us in the word. So when it says those things, it it's like the Holy Spirit is pushing us, putting us in the right track. So it's not saying, you know what, you're a failure, go home. It's you saying, no, you can do better. I know you, you can do better. So to start off with that, I just thought I would add that in. And as I carry on um, from verse five, it says, for this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Now I'll pause there again. It also says gives way to fear. So what fears do we have? Are we fearing that if we show our true selves, if we don't follow the patterns of the world, if we're not in the in game or whatever you want to call it, are we fearing being lonely? Are we fearing not having the friends that we currently have? Are we fearing not having compliments? Is that the fear? Sometimes we need to ask ourselves and challenge ourselves on what exactly are we afraid of? What if we actually put both feet in following God wholeheartedly? What is that fear that is stopping you from doing that? It doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that, I think some people say, oh, that means it's you have a boring life. I think it's not the case because the way 
um, the Bible describes heaven, how it's uh, the gold floors, etc. I think God is not a person that is boring, you know, and especially your characteristics, your character. I don't think you would describe yourself as boring. So why would you need anything extra, any adornments on the outside to be added onto you to make yourself even more better than you already are? When God made you, the angels were singing, you know, he knew you from the beginning. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. So knowing all of those things you don't need to add to it you are already so god is trying to show you back on the right path on finding him and understanding his love for you because nobody can love you the way he can love you and i just want to um carry on uh from verse 7 it says husbands in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers now this is for both for people that are both married and not married now when i read this it's basically telling me that I have to submit to my husband. Now, submitting is not being a slave or servant, etc. When God created Adam and Eve, he said he'll create a helper, someone to help him. So the fact was that the man needed help, right? So us as wives, we need to help our husbands. Like I said, I'm not married, but I feel like before you get to that point, you need to be prepared so that nothing catches you off guard because you have to understand that we're fighting not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, powers above the heavenly realms. So we need to also understand that we can't give the devil a foothold. So anything that whilst you wait, you can prepare yourself mentally even more than physically do it because I think that's what's going to go a long way rather than pampering yourself and making sure you look good it says in the bible in proverbs that beauty is fleeting so that's not always going to be there and plus you know most of the times when you buy something new you're all excited about it but when time goes it becomes like part of the furniture so i'm not saying your husband's going to be bored of you or vice versa but i'm saying you need to come with more you need to come with new things every day you know new things reinventing yourself um mentally and bettering yourself i feel like those are of more value not only to not only to your husband but i feel like to god and essentially that is who we are trying to please here we are trying to walk in obedience here so that we walk in his life and we don't walk in curses and death so i i just wanted to share that and just also encourage women that are waiting for their husbands to just really work on themselves and just think what is my fear at the moment could it be that you feel like if i don't if i don't get married young that i won't be looking the same way or if this doesn't happen at this time the kids will come late lay those fears on the altar Okay, you have to trust God, but you have to allow him to work in your life. Sometimes it could be something that's waiting on you to work on something you have as opposed to you waiting on God. So um, those are really uh, life lessons that I've learned. Um, I'll probably share more about my background and how I used to rely on outside appearance, etc. And how um, this journey, etc. The, uh, the lockdown, how that really played a part in my transitions. But I just wanted to bless someone with this. Amen.